Hello and welcome to our new weekly podcast, The Subspench, as we talk you through this past week in football. My name is Benjamin Arrier and today I'm joined by Cameron Weldon and James Casey. First of all, before we get into the games, how are you guys feeling about the Premier League table so far? Um, so it's pretty clearly a two-horse race at the moment. Uh, 15 games in, Man City and Liverpool both unbeaten. Two points in it, 41 plays uh, 39 in Man City's favour. And they're just a class above uh, the rest of the uh, division, really. Uh, Tottenham, Chelsea and Arsenal uh, a little bit back. Uh, and then a, a big gap as well. I think we're really seeing um, two sides really a lot better than the rest. Uh, and then a big jump, unfortunately, from the top five to the rest. Uh, which has kind of been something that's been coming over the last few years. And uh, I think more than ever now we're seeing it uh, this season. But it's very close, uh, as you would expect, in the in the mid-table and towards the bottom. So uh, plenty to look out there. And it will be interesting to see how the Man City-Liverpool uh, plays out uh, for the rest of the season. So really, Cameron, is this a two-horse race? Um, definitely, yes. Yeah. City, as James has said, they're class above the rest of everyone else. Um, they've shown that for two, three seasons now consistently. Um, players they're bringing in, recruitment's been superb. Uh, the likes of Aguero, Silva, De Bruyne, they're getting better every season. The likes of Sterling and Sane as well. And I think Liverpool have improved this year and they're getting up to that level, but I don't think they're at that level perhaps just yet. Well, this once again begs the question, is there a golfing class maybe between the top 10 and maybe the bottom half of the table? Because, of course, the quality is there, but the money in the Premier League nowadays is really too sufficient for some teams to maybe compete with. Um, yeah, sort of. But teams like, you look at the result the other night, Wolves beat Chelsea the other night, and Chelsea is supposedly having one of the best seasons they've had in years. So the golfing class perhaps isn't, Maybe money-wise, but I know Wolves have spent a lot of money themselves, but not many teams, well, not many fans are expecting them to perhaps have a season they are having. I think they're, is it 12th, James? Uh, yeah, they are 12th at the moment. So, so I know it's a completely different look side from Wolves. Obviously, the, the championship team that got them up is no, well, the majority of them aren't there anymore. But surprisingly, that they're doing quite well. Teams like Bournemouth as well. Bournemouth have hardly got any money. And look where they are. They're smashing life in the Premier League at the minute. So... Um, I wouldn't say money-wise is affecting them, perhaps, but um, overall, City, Liverpool, when you're chucking £100 around, it is going to pay dividends after a while. So the first game today that we're going to analyse is Arsenal 4, Tottenham 2. And first of all, coming into this game, there was a question about uh, Unai Emery. Of course, taking over at Arsenal, he he well established a very good squad, really. Do you think this is kind of a renaissance for Arsenal? Um, definitely, yeah. You look at the response they had. Uh, I think they started the game really well. First 10, 15 minutes, they were all over Spurs. And it was a game that I was expecting Spurs to walk because I haven't been impressed that much with Arsenal this season in what I've seen. And as I said, they dominated. And then it was the sort of same old Arsenal, really, of recent years when they just capitulated almost end of the first half there was the goal from Dyer that was I don't know what on earth Leno was doing in goal but and then there was the opportunity it was Harry Kane's penalty clear penalty it was an awful tackle on Son and then you're thinking half time 2-1 Spurs I think they're probably going to see this out but Arsenal second half were fantastic um, Torreira and Ozil superb and obviously Aubameyang and Lacazette are just both fantastic strikers they're going to get you goals 
It's also worth talking about the amount of goals scored between the both teams this season. So far this season, in 15 appearances, Tottenham have scored 28 goals, compared to the 34 Arsenal have scored. Realistically, do Arsenal boast better options up front than Tottenham? 100%, yeah, because Spurs rely on Harry Kane. If Harry Kane's not there, yeah, you might get 10 goals from Son. Where are the goals going to come from? Deli Alley, Ericsson, they're not really 10-plus goals a season players. Um, Arsenal, you got your Lacazettes, your Bamiangs. I'm not saying Danny Welbeck's a top striker, but he, if he's on the pitch, he will get you a goal. And then you've got players from Torreira, Ozil. They're popping up with goals, so they have more goals in the Arsenal team than the Spurs at the minute. Well, with that in mind, it's worth going through the actual uh, statistics here. Harry Kane so far this season has, acclu- has accumulated sorry, nine goals, whereas Lucas Moura is behind him on five goals. So, obviously, the Tottenham up front in the Tottenham squad, there isn't really that quality this season. Harry Kane, is he off form? I wouldn't say he's off form, but he's they're reliant on him, Spurs. So, his, he's the main focus for Spurs, and if, if he doesn't perform... They don't get enough goals, and they'll struggle with that. Anyway, we're going to move on now. We're going to move on to another game, Liverpool versus Everton. So, who's going to start us off? Well, <laughs> what a game. Um, not, not many people would have expected it to end like that, but 96 minutes on the clock, Divock Origi off the bench, almost forgotten man at Anfield, and after a Pickford blunder, <laughs> words can't really describe what he was doing in goal, and Origi was the man to head it in and give Liverpool a vital three points in the title race that they needed to win. Pretty uh, pretty shocking way, really, when you just think the game's over and then you kind of make that kind of error. That's uh, really heartbreaking for Pickford. But, uh, yeah, what a what a gift, really, for Liverpool to, uh, to get three points out of that one so late. And, um, yeah, I think they'll be uh, really happy with that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, what a, what a way to do it in a derby. A re-give all the players as well. <laughs> I mean, despite the result, would you say Liverpool were disappointed by the way they went about that game? Of course, Salah didn't score in that game. So, really, should we be posing questions to the players up front? Um, in my opinion, no. I think the emphasis this year has been to improve as a squad more than attackingly. Obviously, we know how good Liverpool are going forward. You've got your player, Allison's come in, superb. Van Dijk, in my opinion, the best defender in the Premier League. Um, then you've got players like Andy Robertson, Alexander-Arnold, Gomez. These are all good players coming through. And I think Liverpool defensively, they've conceded six goals in 15 games. That's always been the problem with Liverpool is goals conceded. So for that start, has been superb. And Klopp deserves a hell of a lot of credit for that. Anyway, finally, Jurgen Klopp, he ran onto the pitch and celebrated. Did he deserve to get fined? Um, well, I think he knows the rules. And he obviously apologised straight away and he ran back. But... As, as I said, he knows the rules. He shouldn't have done it, but it's a bit of passion. His team's just scored a 96-minute winner. Yeah, you can't really... It's a bit ridiculous, em- really. Emotion's got ahead well, of him a bit. But. I don't see what what harm does it do. He didn't go and like shout at someone on the opposition. <laughs> he just went up and celebrated one of his own players. I think it's um, it's an odd thing to um, be penalised over. I don't really agree with it, to be honest. Um, but there you go. Anyway, James, tell us about the game you were watching this week. Uh, yes, yeah, so I had the I had the pleasure of watching Man City Watford, um, which wasn't a particularly great game until the last five minutes, where it uh, got quite tense actually. Um, so, as you would expect, really, Man City were uh, well on top. Uh, went two 0 up. Sane and uh, Mares scoring goals. They played fantastically. The pair of them. 
uh, for Man City. Uh, and then Watford scored a really scrappy goal towards the end. And um, suddenly um, Man City were right on the back foot defending and um, they just managed to hold on. But um, yeah, it just shows you that um, you've always got to be three goals ahead really in a game to uh, have it sewn up because uh, they look completely in control and then suddenly it went um, it went all wrong. But um, three points for them and uh, still looking very good for them. But um, yeah, a- an odd one. You would uh, expect them to keep clean sheet uh, in that game. Anyway, this brings us on to the donkey of the week. First of all, Cameron, start us off on your donkey of the week. Well, we we all know about Pickford, but for me it's David De Gea for his blunder against Arsenal in midweek. It was a shot and quite a simple one as that, and he parries it up into the air, goes over his head, and it is cleared off the line from a header from Mustafi, but... It obviously went down as a goal, and it's an awful mistake from a fantastic goalkeeper, but a really poor mistake. I still think Pickford's was worse because he didn't really even need to go for it. He's kind of created a goal, at least. Uh, if De Gea wasn't there, it still would have gone in um, with Pickford, yeah. I think he's just created a goal out of nothing. So for me, it's still Pickford is my donkey of the week. What about you, Ben? Well, for me, it's obviously Eric Dyer. Try to rile up the Tottenham, the Arsenal fans, sorry, by hushing them down. But obviously that backfired and we saw that by the result. Anyway, we need to wrap up now. Thank you, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. And if you want to follow us, well, hopefully we record another show.